Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined by producer Joel. Hey Mark, how are you? Hey Joel, I'm alright, thanks very much. Um, yeah, good, I'm good. So you, you, you were a bit stressed out earlier, you put it just back one of those, hour. Just one of those stressful days, but seeing your face has really calmed me down. Has it? I, I put some yeah. good lighting in. I can just, tell, you're really putting so. me to shame. Well, you know, everyone has good days and bad days, don't they Joel? Yeah, and some people have a ring light and I'm just going au oh, natural. Have you not got a ring light? No. Haven't you? No. Oh, the, everyone's got a ring got a light. Window. Everyone's got a ring light, haven't they? I keep. Yeah, I would say more and more calls and things that I join, people are just looking better and better, and maybe it's time for me to. <laughs> You've got to invest. They do don't cost much, it. mate. They're like fifteen quid, something. I think. I mean, I've just. I have just. I don't know. That's I might get three. That's a guess. I don't think they're free, mate. You have to pay for them. <laughs> good stuff. Good. Good stuff. Good start. And that's the sort. That's the sort of humour that's going to calm me down. <laughs> um, Joe. Joe. Mark. Joe. Mark. What's been happening? What's been happening this week? You had a nice week? Yeah, I've had a pretty good week, thanks, mate. It's been busy. It's been busy. But, yeah, I've you been know. busy as well, actually. Getting by. Getting yeah. by. What, what have you been up to, mate? What have I been up to? A bit, oh, what, have, what, what haven't I been up to, mate? <laughs> I have been... I've had a few gigs, Zoom gigs. Nice, nice. I've been there. I've been working um, with a few people on their acts. They've Some people got in touch, and so I've been doing that. Nice. It's been good fun. Um, what else has been happening? What's nice is there's, there's proper gigs starting to come in. Yeah, and so I bet. the diaries got, got some proper in-person mate. Some mostly outdoor, but still proper gigs. A good sign. A sign of things to come. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, you know what? I don't think there's much else really been happening. Huh. To be honest, Joe. Like, I don't, no, it's just <laughs> been. That's the trouble at the moment. It's just it's all the same, isn't it? It's been that way for a year, Mark. I know, but normally I've done something that I could talk about. Mm. Um, but oh, the 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 sheep have had the lambs. They're in they're in the field. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's nice actually. That's they're, sweet. they're at the stage where they're all just all the lambs are walking very close to their mums at the moment. It's quite sweet. Mm. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, and you, you you've, been a, a you've been a bit born. You've been a bit like that in lockdown, haven't you? I have actually seen a lamb be born. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been sort of walking around next to my mum for the whole time. I've just been living at this place for yeah. for for yeah, this third lockdown. 
Um, you, ha- you say you have seen a Lambie? Yeah, I have. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it more yeah, than once. Yeah, it's horrific, mate. isn't it? It's pretty full on, yeah. Oh, it's a lot of gunk. So there's so much gunk. Oh, yeah. It's I like if you don't get your own back. I didn't see those ones get born. They get taken off and then they come back again once they they're get cleaned clean. up. <laughs> <laughs> little jet wash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that, Mark? There's a, over your shoulder, there's or next to you, is what looks like a chair. And there's something red hanging over it, and I can't work out what it is. It looks like. Um, it could be a cable, or it could be yeah, what, like what, a resistance in, what, band. What cable do you reckon that is, Joel? <laughs> Your microphone, Luke. <laughs> yeah, the one I've got right by my face. Oh, okay, so <laughs> the problem is, in terms of the perspective, maybe this is the magic of the ring light. It looks quite far away from you, so oh, I didn't know it? what it was. Yeah, yeah I can't reach it. <laughs> no, it's there. It's right there, Joel. Look. Oh, good. There it is. Magic. No one else can see this. This is boring, Joel. This is boring. Pick it up, Joel. What can we talk about before we start the podcast properly? What can we talk about before we start the podcast? Line of Duty. Properly. Did you watch it? Do you watch it? I'm not a Line of Duty guy. I've tried to get into it before. I feel like I'm the only person in I've the country. I've basically binged all of them in a week. Yeah. Are I've they st- good? Because I'd never heard of it. <laughs> it, was, it was, <laughs> I'd never heard of it. I, I, You'd never heard I, of it. I'd never, I never watched. Is that because it doesn't have a karate man in it? I never had. Or a wrestler. Um, I never, I never watch TV normally because I'm on the roads. Unless so. it's the Royal Rumble. Joel, why are you saying yeah. it like that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with liking professional wrestling. Why did you have to say professional? Because wrestling is slightly different. What? In what way? Well, amateur R- wrestling real. is is. A Real? competitive. Don't use the the R word and the F word. I will use the F word in a minute, mate. You better not use that F word. It's it's. Uh, oh, Joe, we can't go into this now. It's Why an, not? It's art. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Oh, it's fake fighting. It's what. It's more than that. And it's a yeah. I know. It's a lovely choreographed people performance. Don't understand it if you don't like it. So if you don't like it, and you don't understand it. Shut up. <laughs> Who's your favourite wrestler? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know, Joe. I, I don't. I, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a geek. <laughs> <laughs> you are a geek. I've been to see the wrestling with you. What? We've been to see the wrestling. Did you? What? We went to the O2 and watched the wrestling, and you brought oh. your pal Sean Walsh. Oh, I forgot you were because that wasn't you that sorted that, was it? That was our no. friend Cornelius. It was. And we were in a box. That was we really were in fun. A box, yeah, that was cool. I forgot you were there. That was before yeah. we were doing the podcast, Joe. It was, yeah. Ah, oh, good uh, times. Yeah, it was exciting. And you and Sean really got into it, and you knew all the chants. You were doing all the clapping. <laughs> no, we weren't. You were. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. <laughs> all the claps. Booing John Cena or something. I don't know. <laughs> you knew all the stuff. You were shouting stuff out. I was not. Sh- you I were. didn't know. Yeah, you, you were wearing that big fake belt. <laughs> It was really embarrassing, I thought. Leah's hard. <laughs> one of those big hands with a pointy finger. Yeah, yeah, one of those. I thought it was a bit pathetic, but there we go. I'd just like to make it clear that I was not doing any of those things. Uh, but it was a fun it, day, wasn't it, Joe? It was fun, wasn't it? I think it was Was it Monday Night Raw. And what I really liked about it is that they'd put a, um, a black cab and a phone box next to the ring to really drill home the point they were in London doing it, which was quite It, it wasn't next to the ring. It was actually next to the entrance. <laughs> Actually, it'd be dangerous to have it next to the ring. So yeah, uh, yeah, because you're right. They don't want anything dangerous in wrestling because it is fake. <gasps> you walk, mate. You put yourself in that one. You, you can't say. Out. You can't you say. Have, that out. 
you can't say having something next to the ring, you can't have it because it's dangerous in a sport where they're pretending to nearly kill each other. Joe, I was being humorous on a podcast no, called you Jokes. Absolutely, you absolutely were not. You won't. You refuse. You, refu- no, you refuse to joke about wrestling. Things. What did you say? You refuse to joke about wrestling because it's art. I've got lots of wrestling jokes. I tried to organise uh, wrestling with my friends, but I had trouble pinning them down. <laughs> yeah, the Royal Rumble is over the top. You got wrestling good. jokes? I got wrestling jokes coming out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, who have we got on oh. this week? We've got the excellent Tom Lucy. Oh, it's Tom Lucy. It is. Ah, oh, for the second time officially on this podcast. Yeah, oh, that's good. That makes him a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. Uh, enjoyed this one, and I hope you do too. Here he is. <laughs> We've had some really good guests, actually. We've had, like, because me and Maisie said to them, we don't just want comedians because it feels a little bit like... Every podcast. A little a little bit unimaginative to just have comedians. So we've had, like, uh, the Hairy Bikers. <laughs> we had Chris Kamara, uh, AJ and Curtis Pritchard. So we've had, like, a really nice mix of guests, which has been quite nice. Yeah, that stand- makes you stand out from the other comedy podcasts. Like this one. I think so. Also, just for us, like, it's quite fun for us to... If I get the hairy to... bikers on and go, so, tell me some jokes that didn't work. <laughs> what? I made a joke to the hairy bikers that they didn't really like. Shall I tell you the joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. That is on on point. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Shall I say... Are we recording? Yeah, this is recording. Okay. So we were interviewing the hairy bikers and uh, and they're famous for making, like, travel programs where they travel around the world cooking. And I said to them, because I thought it would be a nice way to like break the ice, because I've never met them before, and it was on a Zoom call. <laughs> I said, oh, I was thinking earlier, um, you should do a travel series where you go around Australia. You could call it Hairy Down Under. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and because it was on a Zoom call, it kind of crackled a bit when I said the punchline. <laughs> And and one of the hairy bikers went, sorry, mate, what, what, what was that? Oh, and no, I had to repeat no, the punchline. No. And then they both sort of looked at it like, oh, yeah, we've, we've heard that loads of times. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck it up. And then we had to start the interview. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised they've heard that loads of times. Yeah, they looked at me like they'd heard that before. That's brilliant. But I thought, when I thought of it, I was like, oh, this is gold. This will be so great. Did, it, did that start the interview off a bit awkward? Yeah, but we cut we cut it out, so you can't hear it on the podcast. You can now. <laughs> Exclusive. Because I said to our producer, "I'll oh, maybe just cut that because it makes it sound like I'm being a bit of a dick." Because <laughs> it probably would have been okay if it was like 20 minutes into the chat, but it was right at the beginning. And also, it's, it is a bit weird. Like if you'd done that on on a like a if you'd done that on a TV show and they were there and there was a live audience, the audience would have laughed yeah. and it would have made it fine. But on a Zoom call, it's a bit weird just cracking a joke to someone. I don't know. I've kind of given up trying to make jokes on Zoom calls because <laughs> every time I try and do the punchline, my, my Wi-Fi goes. It's like, I've, it's like I'm being heckled by Virgin Media. But every time I... Because sometimes on like Zoom meetings or something... I don't know if you feel this pressure, but like even in meetings with people, because because I'm a comedian, I feel a certain amount of pressure to like at some point in the meeting make everyone laugh. So I will like at some point try and say something funny, but I've given up now because it never works. 
it always cuts off and I've got to repeat it and then no one understands what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had that loads. I have that just in conversations with people in real life. I know. It's when they, they no sell it, which is the worst thing. They don't even acknowledge it. I know, but I don't know because I, because I think there is an element as a, as a comedian who's not like, you know, one of the biggest names in the, in the world, when you're meeting a production company or someone important, you want to convince them. You are kind of, you are kind of selling yourself Yeah. and you are trying to make them like you. And, and there is an element of like performance, even though it's a meeting. Do you know what I mean? There is an yeah, element yeah. of like selling yourself. You don't want yourself, them going so... away thinking, oh, it's a bit dull, wasn't it? Yeah, he's, he's fucking boring. <laughs> So there is a bit of that, but it's so hard over Zoom. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Have you had any, any other mishaps on your podcast? It's a nice little way to plug your podcast at the start of the show. Yeah, we've interviewed a few people we've never met before. And before we start the podcast, a couple of times whoever we've interviewed has said to me, oh, by the way, you were really funny on so-and-so. And they've never recognised Maisie. Um, a couple of the times they've assumed Maisie was the producer. Oh, really? <laughs> they've said something like, oh, Maisie, does this sound all right? And she's had to go, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not the producer. <laughs> have, you, is that, have you kept that in, that stuff? No, we, no. that's all the like pre, pre-chat. But, um, that's so funny. Maisie gets really pissed off because no she, one ever knows Maybe because she, she sort of takes charge. People just think she's... An organizer. Yeah, she's got a lot more natural authority than I have. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you're the producer. No. That, that doesn't even come into question. I don't give off a producer vibe. I'm either the work experience or the host. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So you've been, you've done a few online gigs and that. I haven't spoke to you on the podcast since online gigs. Does does, you, does it work for you? It's okay. I, I, I kind of... Um, I avoided them for quite a long time, to be honest, because people started doing them basically from the beginning of the first lockdown, mm, didn't they? Yeah. Back in March. I don't think I did one probably till like July of last year. So oh, really? I went, I went like four or five months without doing any because I kind of, I didn't like the sound of them and I assumed that it wouldn't work. Same. Um, I assumed it, you, you, you wouldn't work on them. <laughs> yeah i told everyone and then i don't book tom and then i did work. one uh he, he keeps <laughs> yeah, trying to make he, jokes he all the time it's so awkward i mean his act doesn't work on stage how's it gonna work on a zoom call <laughs> so i avoided it for ages and then i did a charity one because i do it you know i do a lot for charity i don't like to talk about it but i, I did, did, I, did I did one of your charity things you did didn't i at the comedy store. Yeah, you did. Oh, do- yeah, I'm always doing. I'm always doing charity stuff. Oh, did hang on. Did you or did I have to pull out of it? Because I found out. No, you I found, out. I found out it was charity. You pulled out because John wasn't <laughs> well, paying. Well, it's no you, fee. So you pulled out. But no, I did do a charity one with you at the store. But I don't. I don't know if that, that wasn't probably that wasn't your. It might have been. I don't know. But yeah. No, that's right. I I've only ever I've only ever booked one charity gig at the comedy store, and I asked you to do it, and then you couldn't do it in the end. Yeah, so but you missed out on a cracking night. Yeah, I know. I was really annoyed. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I can't remember. What... I think I was. It was for Bernardo's. Oh, the gig. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I, I pulled yeah. out. I can't remember. Oh, you pulled out because you double booked. Yeah, I think I was doing like a gig for the homeless or something. <laughs> a rival, a rival charity. Yeah. <laughs> you had to quickly decide whether you cared more about <laughs> sick kids or homeless people. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you weren't for homeless. Yeah, well, you know, those sick kids could end up homeless. True. If there was a gig for sick homeless kids, we could do a double act. We would co-host it together. Yeah. So, uh, so have you been like trying stuff out at Zoom gigs, or have you just been try doing anything you think that might work from your? So your basically, stuff? the the only the only way I can make the Zoom gigs work because I did a couple where I was doing material, and it just completely didn't work, and I felt too awkward. Oh, right. I wasn't I wasn't really selling it properly. I felt awkward. I think they sensed that, and it just didn't work. And then I did one where I just spent the whole gig just sort of taking the piss out of people's houses and <laughs> chatting to people and because it's quite it's it's almost easier to do crowd work on a zoom gig then, than a gig well <laughs> but it is it is quite easy because because Look, if I you do can that, see not I'm only like the, an alien no i mean you do have a weird decor in wherever you are bigly, bigly, bigly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one can see that I just quite like seeing in people's houses. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I would just do that. And then, and then I did a bunch of online gigs around Christmas and I just took the piss out of people and it was fine. Oh, good as gold, mate. Good as no, gold. But that's not material, is it? So no. you, you kind of, you leave the gig feeling a little bit like, well, you know what? You I, really think, done I think it's, I think I'm lucky because I do a joke, they laugh. I do a joke, they laugh. But but acts like you that are like more kind of a natural conversation, you you get laughs as you go. So what happens with Zoom is when they laugh, the sound goes to them. So then whatever you're saying then gets quieter and then they, mi- yeah. they miss bits. So I think it is hard to do material. Well, I think you're, you're probably like the perfect act for Zoom. Ah, thanks, mate. That's like saying you've got a face for radio. <laughs> I think you should just keep doing Zoom, even when things go back to normal. <laughs> I'd love, you just mate, keep I doing would love Zoom. to carry on doing some Zoom. It's great. You do a gig and you're at home. You don't pay for petrol. I think it's. I'm sold on it. I like it. Oh, he's bloody gone again. There he is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is that a problem? It's not. It's not stopping the recording. Is no, it? no, it'll be fine. We can we okay. can edit okay. it out. It's just sorry, like I, I just keep do, saying things, and it's you, I keep thinking you're no selling me. You're just staring at me, not moving. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? I can't remember, mate. They heard it. It'll be fine. <laughs> you were saying I was saying you'd be, you're the perfect act for Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I said I'd love to carry on doing Zoom gigs afterwards because you do you not think is there not you must have talked about this with other comedians already, but. Is, do, is there not an element of you that thinks when when everything does go back to normal, the idea of like driving to Exeter yeah. to do a gig now is like fucking insane? Yeah, because I'm so used to just doing everything from the living room. Mm. There's that element. Now you know what I li- I do like traveling about. I, I that's that's part of. The, I I like being an on the road comic. I like doing that stuff. I, but yeah, it's more like the amount of money because i was doing my tax return and the amount of money i spent yeah. on petrol and snacks and food when you're out and i had yeah. all those expenses but now this this year i've got no expenses at all yeah and you just forget yeah. how much you actually do spend on that stuff like i know like it's, Exeter, I think I've... that's that's a long way 
It's a, well, we've done Exeter together. It's fucking oh, miles yeah, away. We did, we did. We did the Christmas gig. We did that weird Christmas gig. Oh, yeah, well, That's, weird I think well. that was when we sort of became mates, wasn't it? Yeah, it all kicked off. We bonded over that, that weird yeah. fight. I mean, we, we can't go into detail about what who was involved in it, but there was an act on stage and it all went mental. It was probably like to this day, one of the most <laughs> like mental gigs I've, I've been at. And we were just standing there not knowing what to do because it was like, it got aggressive. Half the, audience so le- bad. half the audience left. I think we, well, I don't know about you, but I was pretty new at the time. So I was like, completely did not know what to do. <laughs> you were crying. Um, I was in tears. Yeah, I had to console you. You had to hold. You had to. I hold was going to try and break it all up, but you were just grabbing onto my leg, and I was just like, oh, "I'm going to have to deal with. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to deal with Tom. This is, it's an off the curb well, act. Was... You're with off the curb. I'm going to have to look after yeah. their, you know, their new up and coming superstar." I know. Well, I was only. I think I must have been eight or nine years old. <laughs> I was young. Um. So. It's cool. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I, do you like, does it, does it worry you? The, obviously like we miss doing stand up, but does it worry you the fact that we're going to have to go back to that life of traveling a lot? And no, did you love all that? Cause I, I, yeah. cause I, the only bit that I love is being on stage. All the other stuff I find like a massive upheaval. I loved it since moving to London because I'd have a load of gigs in London and then I'd have some traveling ones. Whereas yeah. when I was living in Kent, I'd always be traveling. Even if I was in London, that's yeah. traveling. Yeah. So I quite like the mixture now. So when you were living in Kent, were you were you in the car going somewhere far like five nights a week? Yeah, yeah. Is that not quite exhausting? Yeah. Yeah, I but I never I didn't really think about it at the time, but when moving to London then you you realize oh, I've actually got a bit more time to myself now that I you know, I don't have to go to the gig until 7. You see, I used to be, when I first started, I used to be like that. I, I used to be like five or even like six or seven nights a week, you know, like Monday in Leeds, Tuesday in Brighton, Wednesday in Manchester, like literally all, mm. there was no like planning at all. It was just all over the country. Yeah. And I used to love it. And I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind that it was a weird thing to be doing. Mm. And now the idea of doing that, I'd be like, I'm not, Why do I'm you not think doing that, that. I don't know. Cause I just think you maybe you just get maybe you just get a bit kind of um the 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 excitement of the travel is worn off now yeah it used to be quite exciting to like go to manchester or go to glasgow or something mm. and now i just i like the gig i like being on stage and i like doing the show but i don't really get excited about like spending the weekend in glasgow or cuz you're just used to being at home now it's like you're retired it, you, I do feel like I've retired. Yeah, you're, you're you're used to it now, and you don't want to. You just want to do your garden. I just like it. I like the fact that I'm. I never have to go anywhere. <laughs> it's. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It's. it's I need it's, to get it out of the house a little bit. I feel like I need to get out and do stuff. I don't know. But at least if I leave my house, I live in like almost the middle of London. So if I leave my house, there's loads of stuff outside. Where you are, you leave the house. And there's nothing at the moment. Yeah 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 um, yeah oh yeah so you so if you go for a walk you get to see stuff i just see the same sheep every day and who are you i don't want to turn this into a zoom therapy school <laughs> who are you who are you are you living on your own i'm with my mum and my stepdad at the moment in kent i moved back oh okay just till okay. it all sort of okay. blows over and then i'll be back into london well i'm that's good I, I thought you were going to say you're on your own that's good no 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 okay well that's good yeah so the podcast 
Sorry, let's get into the podcast. Well, we're into the podcast, but we've got to talk about some jokes. I did. I, I must have done one of the first ever episodes of this podcast. Well, you've done two. But, but do you, you remember officially the first two. one I did was one of the first ones. It was in, the first one you did was in the, in the first incarnation, I think, which was jokes not in my show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So that was just recorded on my phone, <laughs> like for, for, for <laughs> 10 minutes or whatever. I didn't. I remember doing it in a, in a hotel, hotel lobby in, in Liverpool after a gig. Yeah, I oh, was at Liverpool. Oh, it was we did with the... me, you, and Sean Walsh did Liverpool Uni. Oh yeah, yeah. We that's when we bonded. I think that's when we first properly yeah. hung out. I think, and then um... and I remember being really like sh- shocked that Sean Walsh was doing a, a university gig. Oh really? Because I thought he was like far too big to be doing uni gigs, and I remember saying to him. What, why are you doing this gig? And he looked at me in that way that he looks at people who he thinks are idiots. And he was like, because it's my job. What do you mean, why am I here? It's my job. And I felt like such a fucking idiot. I just assumed he was too big for it. Yeah, but I suppose when you start, you don't know about like, all the big names have to come back to the clubs eventually because they have to work on jokes and for their new shows yeah. and everything. When you're new, you just assume Michael McIntyre will never, ever do a comedy club again. No. Yeah. But, um, so we did that one. And then you did one of the first ones of the official jokes podcast. And that was in Edinburgh, I think. Mm, was it? I, th- I think it was during the festival. Didn't you come into the studio at Acast? And I've done that as well. So I must have done three. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because I remember sitting oh, you in your free, flat we don't need in Edinburgh. To do this. Right, I'll see you later. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting in your flat in Edinburgh and doing one. Did you? Or maybe you didn't put that out because it was too bad. I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. But anyway, so it's been a while since you've done. You, you've definitely had a, done another show since you recorded it, the last one. So, yeah. so have you got some bits that uh, that you had to ditch that you couldn't get to work? Well, listen, what I thought we could do, because all that, that, that show, the last show I did feels like such a long time ago. Mm. I thought I could go through some, some, some bits that... that uh, current ideas? Uh, current ideas. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. Is that all right? I mean, no, we mate, can do old can do stuff if you, you want. You could like. Um, you could do new stuff I, and tell um, me it's old stuff. I make notes on my phone. Oh, yeah. I quite like I, I quite like the idea of having an actual notebook, but I think I'd lose it. So, yeah, there is something about having a notebook that. Do you have a notebook? I, I've I've got loads everywhere, and yeah. I do. I, I always write notes on my phone, but when I write it, there's something about writing the ideas down in a notebook that I don't know. Artistically, it gets my brain working better. It's quite romantic as well, isn't it? Yeah, I, like if I go to a cafe, I'd much rather have a notepad and write with a pen, and then late, later on, I'll then transfer the better ideas onto my laptop. Yeah, but I love having yeah. a notepad. I don't, I don't, I don't know why that is. But then when I when I started comedy, I didn't have a laptop or anything like that. I was, I had no, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't need one because I didn't. I, I left uni and then I had a. A, a regular job and i didn't need a laptop yeah. but when, why would i need a laptop so i think i had an ipad before i, I had a laptop and then you know i started doing comedy and i got myself I've, I've always used like i've I've never really written stuff down in by hand i've always even at school i it. expect you're so young 
Probably, yeah. Um, I've always typed it. So, what have you got in your phone? Okay, let's go through the phone. Are you just going, these are just ideas you've just written down and you haven't done anything with yet? A couple of them I have tried. Okay, tell us about those. Okay. You've tried these on Zoom? Uh, or have you, did you do them in the... I've tried a couple of these on Zoom. And if you, like, doing material that works is hard on Zoom, let alone doing new material. <laughs> it's hard because you know it works. You just lose confidence in it straight away. So Oh, I'm the worst at losing confidence. I lose confidence so easily. Um, so I thought, I've, I had this idea about, like, uh, I, I find it quite impressive when somebody does something so bad or they they live a life that is so bad that their name gets taken out of circulation <laughs> because they've they've had such a bad life yeah so oh, the obvious example is obviously adolf hitler yeah who had such a bad life that there are now no more adults but isn't that funny i've never heard of a hitler either do you know what i mean no, so how, are... do you, how do you lose a surname out of circulation <laughs> well there's two stages of it isn't there there's 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 one where you live you have a, a life so bad that they take your surname out of circulation <laughs> and then there's a level above that where it's so bad they take your first name out of circulation <laughs> so the obvious one is obviously adolf hitler where both names were taken out of circulation you, you don't hear any more adolfs or any more hitlers anymore yeah and then I was trying to think of like modern examples of it. So like for me, uh, Harvey Weinstein might be, I don't think there'll be any more Harveys. <laughs> don't you? Because I think that that whenever someone hears the word Harvey, they now immediately think Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think that the name Harvey ends now. Oh, so you're calling Harvey it Weinstein. now. I just think there's a, there's a funny idea about there's something in that that mm. people have had they've lived such a bad life that they end their name forever. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? I think like have you got other examples of old ones as well? I feel like if you had a few examples of the history ones, because the Hitler one is is good. What what else has never been? Because I, when you were telling Genghis me, Khan, no more Genghises. I don't think there ever were, were there? <laughs> Genghis Khan. I, I, mean, like the, I think there's something funny in I think there's something funny in there being two stages to it so like oh, kind of taking your surname out is one thing but taking the first name out is another level <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's that is funny um I'll be fine is there is there anyone that, that's like that for the joke for a joke purpose that you could get wrong so like that isn't even a real name so for example like jack the ripper so i haven't yeah. heard anyone with the surname ripper <laughs> yeah, do you know what i mean yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. a real surname so i quite so i don't know if there's anything like yeah what, what, what other famous like mergers are there that had um like nick, um, nicknames fred fred west or no they've i mean they i think they still make tuna don't they um, who's like a modern <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein might be a modern version. Jeffrey, isn't it funny? But then, but then, no, because those people, Epstein, awful man, terrible. I am not in the slightest saying he's not awful, <laughs> but he's not Hitler. Sounds like you are. He's not Hitler. No. Do you know no. what I mean? So that's like a, even a different 
level, isn't it? Um, like, do you think has, has uh, anyone since Hitler been as bad as Hitler? Well, uh, no, well, Mugabe? interestingly, um, I don't know what is about. Yeah, but there's loads of robs. My dad's a rob. Oh yeah, but that. I mean, but there's also named Paul, Paul Pot. Yeah, he won the ex. He won the Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> I think he was worse than Hitler in terms of deaths. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Chairman Mao, I think, was the worst. Yeah, hadn't had any chairmans. No more chairmans. Actually, there, there is one up at my local sports and social club. Is there? Is there... <laughs> <laughs> there I, I mean, you could. I mean, you could do something with that, as like. Because then you could go, you know, there's loads of this chairman Mao. You don't need many chairmans about. And then, do you know what I mean, there could be something. I reckon there's quite a lot you could do with this concept. But there's also the the other interesting thing is that people can also live a life that's so impressive and so good that they also take the name out of circulation. So, for example, um, uh, Adele or Kylie. I don't think there's many people naming their kids Kylie because everyone immediately thinks of Kylie Minogue. Right. So she's essentially taken that name out. She's yeah. Adele. Um, but Adele wasn't that popular a name anyway, was it? Like, I, uh, I do, there I'm is a comedian called Adele. El- Elvis? Elvis? Elvis, that's true. I don't think there's many Elvis. But then some people name their, their kids after those people, don't they? Yeah, I suppose it falls down a bit there. That's that's the trouble, mate, with me. I just go logic and like you're I've just too, totally ruined. So I totally ruined the vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah <they're laughs> you after, should move to Germany. There's no one naming anyone after Hitler, but also with Adolf, was that a popular name anyway? Like, well, I think it was. Like, at the time. like I th- was it because I think how, you, Tom, Tom is such like a a, a popular regular name. You like yeah. you would have to be worse than Hitler to lose tom imagine what i'd have to do to yeah. take tom out yeah that's that's funny isn't it that's yeah i think i think what i'd have to do to take tom out <laughs> that, that, i mean that, it would be that would I take mean, more I'd... i think i think if you did if, if you mirrored hitler i don't i think there'd still be toms yeah i think so so that's a good bit i like that that's a good idea for a bit so what so what happened when you've tried that did you try it on a zoom or a normal gig I remember trying it on a Zoom and um and it's still it's it's still I would I would normally kind of work an idea up a bit more than that before I tried it. Mm. I literally just tried it just as if I was just chatting to a mate about it. And it kind of got a, it got like a few laughs. People were kind of into the idea of it, but I just hadn't mm. really worked it out enough. Yeah. But I got the sense that if I did work it out and write it up, it mm. could become something. And I feel like it's a sort of thing, like, sometimes if you talk about Hitler and all that stuff, it can be a bit uncomfortable, but I feel like that's an angle you can go at that you wouldn't need to worry about. I think that's a good... Well, I think a funny angle, maybe the funniest way of approaching it would be, like you say, to go, what would I have to do mm. to take my name out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could talk to other people in the audiences and you could sort of go by their name and like what level of... What what yeah. what level they would have to go to to get their name out of circulation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I don't know. I mean, there's, I mean, there's people like Boris Johnson. I mean, maybe Boris has had such a bad year that not, he'll he'll take that name out of circulation as well. <laughs> like, yeah, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know many Borises, but like even with Hitler, even his mass moustache got taken out of circulation. Yeah, like no one's ever had that that moustache again. That's how bad he was. Like his name, what he looks like. Yeah, and it's like if it's something you really hate, maybe you could try. I I I am quite. I mean, this is another kind of idea that I've had that I guess could tie into that, and it's about the fact that I'm. I'm really, I'm really quite um, impressed. Is probably the wrong word, but I'm quite into pe- people who are who are sort of really bad. Like, <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like, if I if I if I'm meeting somebody for the first time, mm. and everybody has told me that they are a, a terrible person, <laughs> they're a complete asshole, they're rude. They're arrogant. They're just nasty. And I'm meeting them for the first time. I feel I'm, I get quite excited about that. <laughs> I get quite excited around people who are what, universally hated. What, it, like you, what you want, you want to experience it yourself. Like you want to see it in action. I even want to experience it. Or what I really like is when I meet those people and they're lovely. And I love that because I think this right, is, okay. I know what you're, I know what you're really like. Oh, so you can tell they're faking because of what you've heard before. Yeah, and there's a lot of that in in our industry where you get a lot of like big egos, mm. um, and a lot of people that are kind of not very well liked. And I love meeting those people because I feel like yeah, hun- yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's like you're always nice to me, and it's the same thing. <laughs> Like, yeah. like I know what everyone says about you, but you're nice to me, so I think you know I'm not going to judge you by that, and I get quite excited. I'm by, just quite interested you. in like psycho. <laughs> I just get quite. You pause then for a second. Are you still with me? Mm, you there? I'm back. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. So what you say, psychos? Yeah, I'm just. I'm just quite. <laughs> I'm quite into psychos and I think it's like a kind of a, a universal thing at the moment because everyone's obsessed with like Netflix shows about serial killers and are you attracted to like women like that as well like are you attracted to the women with more drama than no not really no 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 I wouldn't say so but I think a lot of women are attracted to psycho men yeah so you're yeah yeah yeah, that's true. So maybe that's a, that's a, that's the thing. Maybe you've got the same thing. It's basically, I mean, it could it could get put into a bit a, a bigger idea about the fact that I'm not I'm not that fussed about people being nice. That it could yeah. be it could be. I, I I think that somebody being described as nice is actually like a bit of an insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't no, want got someone about to say, him. oh. He's nice. I, I, I'm not sure I'd want to be described as nice. Mm. I don't think it's actually a great thing. <laughs> Should, am I making any sense? Yeah, yeah. So, so is it, this is just a broad idea. Have you actually said this on stage yet as an idea? No, this is just an idea. But I, but I feel like it could be a, a, a bigger routine about the fact that I don't want to be nice and I don't like nice people. <laughs> <laughs> that could be like a bigger bit and then all this stuff gets put into the have, middle. Have you ever had examples where you've, You've not been nice on purpose. Uh, like, have you ever tried? Because, like, when you're at school and you sort of hear that the girls like the bad boys, like, have you ever tried to sort of play up to it just to try and 
get their attention? Because um, you could draw on things like that, to, you know. To, yeah, to, to that's funny, isn't it? As off shots, structure wise. And like, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't think of any examples of that. But I probably did. I probably, if I if I thought about it for a while, I could probably think of some examples. Because it's it's a classic trait of mean keep them keen, isn't it? And that's what you have the exact same thing with other men. That's how I feel about other men. You want other men to treat you mean, you prick. It's just a, it's just a weird. Um... <laughs> See, I instant, I instantly like you a lot more now. You've just called me a prick. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it might, it might, it might, it might not sort of suit my on-stage persona to talk about that because I'm quite kind of happy-go-lucky and relaxed. But then you could use that, couldn't you? Because you could say. You know, you probably see I'm sort of, people say I'm happy, go, not people say, but you get an angle of, you know, I'm quite chilled out, I'm quite a nice guy, I was brought up well, but it's annoying, I don't want to be that guy, I want to be the cool guy that everyone's a bit wary of, do you know what I mean? And then you could get into it at that angle, because then, because then you're not losing who you are, and they still know you are who you are, but then you get... I just find it quite, I mean, there are, I mean, me and you both know people in our industry who are like, everybody thinks they're a fucking monster <laughs> and every gig you go to people exchange stories mm, yeah, about yeah. this person being a fucking monster <laughs> and i am just really fascinated by the fact that 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 guy who is the monster mm. is living his life probably completely oblivious <laughs> to the fact that everyone thinks he's a fucking monster and i and there's something about that that i really respect and for i really me, like for me if that if that person messaged me saying, "Can I get a lift to a gig?" I'd instantly say no and think of an excuse. Whereas I feel like you'd you'd message him going, "Can I take you to a gig?" <laughs> I'm, not, I'm yeah. not even booked. I'll sort it. Don't worry. We we'll go. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And that's a funny idea. I mean, obviously, it needs a bit more to it. Like, but I feel like that's a nice topic. Um, so I babysat my nephew, and this is a thing I've had for ages. So basically, I babysat my nephew, and his mum said there's to be no television after eight. So once he went to bed, I was so bored. <laughs> good, good. So you get the idea? That has had so many different versions. So does that, does that work? No, not really. I Why? don't think. I don't think. I mean that. This is a this is a fresh version of it that I haven't been able to do in a live gig, so I, I don't know if it'll work or not. But I, I just really like the idea that I've gone, I've just been t- like I've I've taken it that I'm not allowed to to do those things. Like originally, I think it was like there's to be no sweets, no TV, no something else. And then I I said, so once I went to bed, I was so. I don't think I've ever said once I went to bed I was so bored. So that actually wording might maybe make it work because you did laugh. You, I could. I was watching whether you got it. It took you a second, so maybe. The, I no, I think that's. I can't see how that wouldn't work. Is it too unbelievable that? I mean, I do silly jokes, so people they should know what they're getting. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a big enough punch. Yeah, I was so bored. It's like yeah. I feel like there must be. That's why I've kept it around because I think the idea is there. I feel like there is a way of. Because what do people say? They do say that, don't they? There's to be no television, or or because if I go, okay, bedtime's at nine, and then maybe I go to bed as well. Like, is that maybe that's a better joke? Because then there's 
But I wasn't even tired. Said, yeah, maybe just before they're leaving, they say, so bedtime's nine. Which, so, yeah, so they said, right, it's bedtime's at nine o'clock, which was, you know, a bit annoying because I wasn't even tired. Maybe that's funnier. That's simpler, <laughs> isn't it? That's Sometimes I overcomplicate jokes. Maybe that's a bigger punch than, than, um, yeah. than no TV. Yeah. So maybe I could say, because would it, would it be? A, I don't know if I'd be able to manoeuvre it, but it'd be funny if I've gone to bed and the kids are still up. Like, I, like <laughs> yeah. I've just taken it as it's my bedtime. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's bedtime at nine. So I've gone, oh, okay. I went, I went to bed. Um, Because uh, you get two joke, jokes out of that, couldn't you? Because you could say, yeah, but I wasn't even tired. Anyway, I did. I wasn't even tired. But it's hard to get asleep with all the kids running around, <laughs> making noise or something. <laughs> I feel like there's something in that. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> that's a very that's a very you idea as well. Yeah. If I thought of that, I would immediately give that to you because that's a very you idea. <laughs> I think I think I've had that almost since. Well, I probably wrote that when my nephews were born, so that's nine years ago. I've probably had that joke in my notepad for that long what and, and never, nine years and, and never been able to get it work I, I'm, I'm not saying i try it every gig and it doesn't work but like i'll come back to it every so often <laughs> i've tried it every gig for the last nine years because there was another what was do you know what i need to do do you think of talking of that i need to go back and find all my old notes from when i was like 19 20 because i reckon there's some stuff in there that yeah at the time i was not good enough to do anything with mm. Yeah, 100%. And I probably could do now. You should do that. I mean, you know, arguably, you could have brought that to this podcast. Well, I could have done, but it's not. I could do another one. It's at my parents' house. Yeah. I mean, that's always a good idea to do that, to go through stuff. Yeah. There's another one I had from back then that's just put all the joke police on their way. (laughs) Um, I, what was it? It was something to do with... My girlfriend wouldn't, so my girlfriend, my girlfriend, we, we, we argued so much that she, she stopped talking to me. She won't talk to me at all. Um, we only communicate through our housemate, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, so, you know, she wouldn't talk to me at the dinner table. She wouldn't talk to me somewhere else. The sex was awkward. So that was the first so the, yeah. so the first joke is we're having sex when we're yeah. we're not talking to each other but we're still having sex and i don't even know if that's yeah. a joke i mean that was when i first started comedy i thought of that and then well and then could I'd you get t- dave involved th- in the sex well, this is this is the part that's the tag i go the sex was awkward laugh because dave was there yeah yeah giving me instructions <laughs> hard, yeah he's like saying hard, harder or something i don't and because then you could also you could then i mean you could try and get another tag that he's involved in it as well more so so because originally it was just he was just sitting there in this room. i think that's quite a nice visual he's just sitting there passing on the she wants you to do it slower do you know what i mean <laughs> but i don't even know if the first bit's funny because to me back then just here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Is it funny that we're not talking to each other, but we're still having sex? I don't know if it well, is. yeah, but I think at the same time. But but the other thing I would say is that I think a lot of couples don't talk when they have sex anyway, do they? Oh well, I'm sure it's a lot about your revealing, uh, boring. Sex. Am I revealing too much about myself? <laughs> oh, yeah, shut up, mate! I just can't believe this is quite funny. I've just thought of this. <laughs> I've just thought of this. This is something I tried a while, a couple of years ago, and it kind and it worked, but I never. It never, I never took it anywhere else, but I think it could be a story. Is that a couple of years ago, you just reminded me with your sex chat. Um, I went through this phase of like two or three months of having some, I don't want to get, I, I, I keep forgetting that we are recording this for podcasts, <laughs> but I went through a, a small two month phase where I was having some pain in my penis. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. So, Tell I had to go and have it checked out and it was all fine. But for a couple of months, it was a little bit sore down there. What sort of sore? So, well, when I don't want pee. to tell you. The... When you pee? Yeah, like, yeah, it was right. just a bit sore, yeah. Oh. So I called the GP. <laughs> I called the doctors to make an appointment to see the doctor and the receptionist answered the phone. Uh... And I said, oh, I'm a, I'm a registered patient. I'd like to see the doctor. And she said, what's your name? And I gave her name. She said, what's your date of birth? Did that. And then she said, what's the, what's the problem? And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was going to have to tell you. I thought I could just wait to the doctor. And she went, oh, no, we just need to work out how serious it is. So if you just tell me what it is, and then I'll tell the doctor. And I didn't feel comfortable saying to the receptionist, I've got a pain in my cock. I mean, I'd like to think that you'd say pain. I wouldn't have phrased it like that. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but I said to her on the phone, oh, it's just my leg. I've got this, my knee hurts when I run. That's how big I've your cock is. <laughs> I've just got this big in my knee. You your cock as you're running. That's why it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so when i then went in to see the doctor he he had written down that i had a problem with my knee 
And <laughs> and when I got into the room, I com- I bottled it and I didn't I, I decided not to tell him about the the pain in my really? penis. So I so I just had like a thirty minute chat with him about this non existent <laughs> pain in my knee. And then he prescribed me painkillers for my knee, which I then bought. Did you take and it? then had to and then had to go back three months later to have the actual chat about it. Did you? Ask, how did you get around that? So, so, so you, so you know what? For a second, I forgot this was material. I was just, I was just like, oh, right, that's interesting. So, is that that all happened verbatim? That's true. Yeah. So, so when you yeah. and you tried that, did you? Did you just tell the story? Well, I, rem- I, I remember, I remember doing that once on stage at a new material gig a couple of years ago, and it was one of those things where like people were quite interested in the story. Because I think anytime anyone talks about something embarrassing happening at the doctors, yeah. people are interested. So I feel like if I was to embellish that, because I used to do this quite big routine about going to the doctors and being told I had gout. Oh, yeah. And it was quite a big thing for me. And people seemed to really like that I was being really brutally honest about medical things. Mm. So I think that always goes down well when you're really honest about medical problems. And if it's a um, penis, then it's... You can't really go wrong. But it, there's, there's definitely something funny in the receptionist making me tell her what the problem is. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> I wonder how many times that has happened where you don't... So you didn't even feel comfortable enough to go, that's what happened, the real problems with me. Well, no, because when I got in there, he said, oh, Mr. Lucy, I gather there's a problem with your knee. And then he immediately went, let's have a look at it. Put your leg up here. Because he was obviously in a, in a just rush. Just imagine could... you'd forgotten that it was about the knee. And he went, let's have a look <laughs> I at it. I just got a And you up. just got, yeah, that's funny. Like, <laughs> like he, all he thinks is, you, so, right, let's have a look at your knee. But he doesn't say knee. He right, okay, I'll have a look at your notes, right? This is, okay, let's have a look at the, let's have a look at the problem. And you just whip your cock out. Yeah, that's funny that I've forgotten that I told her that on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he, he goes. I mean, you can make oh, the doctor sorry. a woman. I don't know if that helps, or actually, I don't. Know. I don't know what whether that makes because my argument would be that would be more embarrassing if it's a woman, but also maybe it's a bit creepier. So I don't know which way that would, how that would affect the joke. No, I think it'd be funny if he, if I walk in, and um, and he goes, um, oh, so I gather you've got a pain. Let's have a look at it, and I just immediately get my car out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Phone's going. I mean, that's pretty much it, mate. We've done the time. Is there anything else you wanted to, to do? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. I can have a. No, that's... if you give me a couple more, if you give me a couple more weeks, I'll do some more writing, and we can do it again. Tom Lucy. <laughs> Tom Lucia, uh, good stuff. Uh, if you enjoyed that, um, and if you or if you didn't, any feedback at jokes with Mark uh, across all social media, let us know what you think. Uh, any ideas? Let us know. Um, this week, oh, normally we would have a bonus Patreon episode of Tom Lucy, but there mm. were a couple of uh, internet issues, 
Um, so we've cut out all that rubbish and stuck the good bit in. And we're just and uploading we're just... that as the Patreon special. <laughs> yeah, no. But we've got a special Patreon special, which is going to be me doing the podcast with Joel, who, as everybody knows, used to be a professional stand-up comedian. I was about... I was a professional stand-up comedian in the way that they're professional wrestlers. But that doesn't make sense, Joel, because professional wrestlers is a thing. Oh, okay. Isn't it? Yeah, and you can see why I gave it up. <laughs> Well, we'll find out, won't we, on the Patreon? Because maybe, maybe I'll be able to convince you to take it up again. Maybe. I'm excited. We haven't recorded it yet. We're about to. So, uh, But by the time you listen to this, it'll be on the Patreon. So go check it out now. The Funk Soul Brother. I don't know why I said that. Um, any, uh, Joel, uh, I think that's, that's got a bit of... That's, that's it, is it? I think that's it. Is that it? That feels right. Any more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mike. Nothing more from you, Mike. Nothing more from me, Joe. Hashtag Uber, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.